Let's Talk Oculus, a VR podcast, is proudly sponsored by the good folks at Patreon. If you want to support the show, join us on patreon.com forward slash Let's Talk Oculus. What's up, Oculus nerds? Welcome back to Let's Talk Oculus, episode 59. I'm Dan, and with me, as always, the Arc Axe himself. It's Samson. How you doing? Hello, hello, <laughs> hello. Burning some calories, for sure. <laughs> You're burning some calories in the game, or? Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, oh, for sure. We'll talk about Lots that. Lots of dodging. Lots of dodging. Ducking, yeah. diving. It's like dodgeball out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, today we have a special show with you um, for you. We're gonna be joined by Anthony and Aaron from Overrun Games, uh, better known as the creators of the turn-based RPG uh, Arc Axer. Uh, first of all, thanks for joining us, and how are you both doing? Thanks, I'm doing great. Yeah, having a great Sunday. Super excited to talk to you guys and just kind of talk about what's going on. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, just for the audio listeners, the, the last person to speak there was Aaron and the first person was Anthony. So you can kind of <laughs> distinguish between the two. Um, before we kind of go through the show, obviously we'll be talking to um, both of them about um, Arcaxa and I'm sure we'll talk about Overrun Games in general and what's there to come. But before we get into the show, a little housekeeping as usual. Uh, Let's Talk Oculus releases every single Wednesday on all good podcast platforms and some rubbish ones as well. If you want to join us on the video version on the YouTube, so you can put a picture to Aaron and um, Anthony's face. You can join us on the YouTube at Let's Talk Oculus. We also have a Discord where we often play a bunch of multiplayer games, watch movies and big screen. Um, we've been playing a lot of Walkabout in there together uh, recently. Yep. And answering, answering a lot of questions too. Come, come yeah. on down with your questions. There's been a lot of questions and we've had questions for this episode. So we'll get through them later on. Um, and also, if you really love us, Join us on the Patreon at um, patreon.com forward slash Let's Talk Oculus. Um, if you want to throw us a dollar, all the links will be below, including everything about Overrun Games and Arc Axa. Um, so before we kind of begin with kind of knowing your background and such, obviously Arc Axa is the one that you're currently known for at the moment. Can you tell me a little bit about the game so people at home who not played this before can know about it? Yeah, sure thing. Um, so Arcaxer, like you said, is a turn-based RPG. Um, but one of our main gimmicks is that we have a third-person overworld, where when you're mm -hmm. exploring the world and dungeon crawling, um, you're kind of in this third-person view where you're looking down at the character. Mm -hmm. um, and you're just controlling him with the thumbstick. And then when you get into a battle, it switches into first-person. Um, and then you switch into this kind of first-person combat system where you have to aim your attacks with the controllers and then actively dodge enemy attacks on the enemy turn. Yeah. I think I think that's a super cool uh, feature of the game. To be honest, it's like your your unique ability where you're you're playing like a tabletop RPG in a way with the third person, you know, Demio style in a way. At least it feels like that because you're just looking over, and then as soon as the battle comes in, you you become you know whoever you, your character is, whoever you decide to choose, and you actually perform these magic spells or you just try and axe them in the head or something like that. <laughs> like Samson said, it's a it's a heck of a workout. So, yeah whole, yeah it reminds movement. me it reminds me a lot of a like blast on where you're you're standing there and you're sort of dodge slow dodging these bullets and, yeah. and whatnot yeah <laughs> yeah i'm i'm excited to dive more into uh arc Hacksa, but let's kind of bring it back a little bit okay let's go back to the, the kind of beginning um first of all obviously you both um over on games is there anyone else or is it just just yourselves and if so what are your kind of roles in in the team um, it's mostly just us. Um, I do all the programming and Aaron does all the art. 
nice nice i, I can see that because on the youtube with aaron with your your nice cutout of arcax on the back here yeah. <laughs> so some some beautiful art in there um have you were you both in in like art design and and um and development before you started over in games is that's kind of the background that you're in well, we went to college together at Chico State for computer animation and game development. Um, oh, nice. That's, that's how we met. That's how we became friends. That's how we started working on projects together. Got nice. it. Got it. I see. And um, like, was did were you in just normal flat game before or before you went to VR or, or not really? You just jumped into VR when you came into game development. Well, this is a good one for Anthony. He's uh, yeah. He's been in it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much like while I was still studying in school, um, I went to, I think it was like GDC 2014, 2015, and they mm. had the uh, Oculus DK2 there. The um, pink eye year. Yeah, the, the year everyone got pink eye. That was fun. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was the first time they were showing off that headset and they went for sale the same day. And I did the demo there. I think the demo was uh, E-Valkyrie. I thought mm. it was so cool that I was like, I just want to make games for this. Like, yeah. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Uh, so Wait. I ordered a dev kit that day, and I've basically been, just been doing VR stuff ever since. Wow, yeah, I wow. thought he was crazy. He blew like his whole fun budget for that semester on DK two. <laughs> it worked true. out though. Yeah, but you, did you, um, Anthony? Did you do any vet development for anything else? Like any any game development before that, or was it just as soon as you put that headset on, you're like, okay, this is exactly what I kind of want to be doing? Um, nothing. I mean. Up until that point, I hadn't done any big projects or anything. Like we, of course, we had like we had lots of school projects that were all just two D stuff, and mm. VR was so new that of course we weren't doing VR in mm -hmm. school yet. Mm -hmm. Of course, um, yeah. But yeah, and then well, we I were mean, doing mobile games, which you know a lot right. of the same ideas. Yeah, right, definitely. definitely. I see. Um, awesome. So, and then obviously your you began we well, you kind of began overrun games and when it when it comes to your first game with with wave magic i can see that there's a lot of inspiration taken from arc or from that game right you got like a similar kind of like first person third person kind of thing you're going for um how was your how was your first game like i'm assuming there was a lot of challenges and a lot of scratching the heads like how was that first time developing for vr um, it was like Aaron said, it was definitely a learning experience. Um, we definitely hopped on that project hot right out of school. Mm -hmm. Um, none of us had very much experience in game development yet. So I'd say the project was like, uh, very messy, uh, yeah. and very much uh, not built to scale as, as, <laughs> yeah. as good as we might build a project, um, today. Um, so uh, while I, I call wave magic kind of the, uh, this, the spiritual, um, ancestor to Arcaxer since like you said um that's when we kind of started playing around with this third person overworld and first person combat idea mm -hmm. um but uh like, like I said since we were inexperienced we just we didn't really have the bandwidth to to finish that project at that time yeah um, was, have you ever so... thought to go back to it <laughs> make <laughs> no. it an easter egg <laughs> uh, um, we did pull some of my favorite well there weren't that many characters we pulled a lot of the characters from that game I gave them a fresh coat of paint fix their meshes <laughs> okay so yeah, still, the, uh, it's still a, lot of a passion project in the background <laughs> right yeah yeah the, the desert environment similar. in Arcaxer <laughs> is uh very much inspired by uh, which magic was on accident i just started making a desert 
Uh-huh. And I made all the things that I would want in a desert and I realized, oh, I did this five years I did the ago. same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, I, uh, I'm very predictable, apparently. I even made <laughs> HP Lovecraft's head in both versions. So, <laughs> there it is. That's funny. Oh, you're consistent on what you've done. Um, obviously, yeah. it was an RPG you started with, an RPG when Arkax was, you've always thought of RPG was the, the way you wanted to go with VR. Mm-hmm. You like got a passion for RPGs outside of, of development. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a huge RPG fan, especially mm. JRPGs. I love mm. like the uh, Persona, Final Fantasy, mm. uh, Dragon Quest, all, all the classics. Yeah, um, and I, I felt like <laughs> at the time, um, especially early in VR's life cycle, um, there weren't a lot of like lengthier games where you could really just go in and grind up a character and just you know kill monsters, raise stats, and just kind of build a character over a long period of time. It was more short form content. So mm-hmm. I wanted to make something that people could really sink some time into. Yeah. So you've kind of made a game that you really would want to play, right? It's the one that you'd love to play, which I guess would help, especially when it's, you know, when it's one of your uh, only second game in like development, obviously you'll have so many issues and challenges, but because this is the game you want to play, it's like a proper passion project, right? Yeah. Um, Especially at the beginning, it was all all nights and weekends and overtime mm. and whenever we had a spare moment. So doing stuff that we thought was cool really kept it going. For sure. And Aaron, obviously you do the the art. What kind of inspired you to do the art style that's currently in the game? I mean, a lot of my favorite games were JRPGs. So I just kind of look back at classic stuff like um, Super Mario RPG, Earthbound, and then as you can see with the main character, our friend Madison Johnson, she designed that. But like we kind of told her uh, what a dubstep was in anime. And <laughs> so we kind of, we've been riffing with a lot of 90s anime tropes too. I, I love the classic yeah. stuff from when I was a kid. So it's just kind of all that in a blender. And you can see behind me um, a plush for Eastward. So just mm-hmm. a lot of retro RPG influences. Yeah. I mean that makes sense. It makes sense because of the the that the RPG game with the Arkaxon especially is just so well in depth in terms of what you can do with it. Yeah, I was really surprised because as a as an App Lab game um, currently, right? As as and as an App Lab game it was just the level of detail in that is uh, compared to a lot of games. That's why with um, I was surprised to see it only for App Lab. Um, obviously, it's on Steam. But only for App Lab, um, because obviously you've got you've got a weird saturation in App Lab where you have a lot of different titles, a lot of different games, but they're not on the same level field. You've got some like say Arc Axa and and Dead Second, which is another game on there, um, created by Sean Edwards, friends of the show. Um, just like top tier kind of games that should be on the store. Um, what is the process of getting it onto the Oculus Store, and how has that been? Well, that that is a whole. Uh... As you might know, um, getting onto the Oculus Store for a long time, and I'd say it still is it's kind mm. of a, a mystery mm. uh, for smaller developers, um, but it, our plan had always been to eventually launch on the Oculus Store, um, so I'm really glad that we eventually were able to make that happen, um, but uh, like I said, originally there there wasn't a whole lot of info um before app lab you made a pitch deck and you sent it to oculus and uh like a week later they would say yes or no and it was usually no um they were very picky 
There's um, no explanations or rundowns yeah. or here's. Oh, not even here's. Yeah, here no, no fixes or anything like no, that. Absolutely right. nothing. And the deck had to be. It was very short, basically three slides. Mm -hmm. You weren't really supposed to go into depth at all. Just a very broad, like here's my broad idea. Gameplay. It was crazy. Right. Here, here's my team. Here's how much money we have to make this. Um, and they said yes or no. And <laughs> like you said, it, it was usually no. Um, so yeah, we submitted that. Uh, when we originally started working on the project, mm -hmm. we eventually went on SideQuest. Uh, about a year later, I, I thought I'd try again, submit another pitch deck, uh, really polish that one up. We had a yeah. really nice demo. But of course, they, they don't want to see the demo at that point. No. They, they're still <laughs> only interested in, in the concept. Um, mm. So that, that again was a no. We said, okay, well, we'll just keep working on this on the side, I guess. Mm -hmm. um and of course app lab came out we launched on app lab and then oculus was like okay this is the new we're not doing pitch decks anymore the new processes you go on app lab and maybe one day we'll notice you yeah <laughs> um, we did we were in the first batch of not meta picks for app lab there was like 13 that they handpicked and then we oh. were in the first batch of like applicants which was really cool okay, so that's definitely that's a nice good so you've been there a while from the beginning yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice and then, uh, yeah, eventually someone from, from Meta uh, talked to us and was like, hey, we really like this game. And, um, you know, I want to help you try to get this onto the store. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, ever since then, he uh, it basically we had to, I don't know how much I'm allowed to go into that process, but I'll just say. Senpai uh, had to notice us. Eventually they noticed us and <laughs> yeah. we got to move to the store. I'm imagining somebody at Meta with just like a backlog of games that they're just finally getting around to playing your game, and they're like, "Oh yeah, like this should be on the store." Like, kind sure. of is the vibe. That it feels have. like that, right? <laughs> I, I, it was very confusing to me when I spoke to other developers who are on App Lab, where I was, I asked them, I was like, "What's the process?" Because I thought it was like the, say, the iOS store on on iPhone and such, where you'll submit, they'll come back with some changes, maybe, maybe this that needs to be changed to suit their store or such, and then eventually you'll get it on. But it's it literally it is. You, there's not even an application process, right? It's like they choose you, right? More than anything, right? Um, but obviously, you finally got the call that yes. it's going to go on. Um, and obviously from, I think on the day of record, well, of the release of this podcast on October 12th, is that the date that it's now live? Yes. Uh, October 13th. Well, maybe the, 13th. Yeah, Everything Thursday. in Meta happens yeah. on Thursday. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Excellent. So from tomorrow, as people <laughs> listen to on Wednesday, it'll be live on the store, which is excellent. Have you got any um, specific like uh, marketing or anything that you're going to do for it for, for the big launch? Oh, yeah. We've got a whole marketing campaign we're going to be starting here pretty soon. I'm sure um, the, there'll be a whole bunch of it already out by the time this podcast airs. Nice. Um, nice. So we won't talk about it too much right now, but uh, it's, it's going to be pretty stuff, cool. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast is part of it. It is. Part yes. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For sure. For sure. No, I think um, I think the community you have in Arc Axa, I've seen that you've got lots of reviews on App Lab. There's a strong community. Obviously, it's been going on for almost two years now, I think. Yeah. Um, so more, actually. Uh, more. We started our Discord. When we put, first put up our demo, mm. uh, February of 2020, at the end right. of the world. And that's <laughs> kind of around when we started doing our Discord, too. We had a Reddit for a while, and then someone said, why don't you do a Discord? Mm -hmm. And the Discord's been crazy good it's been so nice to be able to directly yeah. talk to people and the feedback Absolutely. and the support and the hey fix that has mm -hmm. been really really handy <laughs> for sure no no for, like congratulations it's a big thing going from the app lab to the store you know i still see like dead second i'll mention again with sean edwards 
that app deserves to be on the store because it's so yeah. polished and so well done but it's just not been noticed yet you know it's just one of those things and no it's a big it's a big feat and i know it's a bit weird how you know it's just oh one day you wake up and oh we finally got an invitation to try and get this on the store you yeah know? but it must have been a relief I had a panic attack. It was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was such a unique game. Like, there's nothing really like it. Anthony's got you a know? lot of really good ideas for, for VR stuff. It's, oh, yeah, you. it is a very special game. <laughs> yeah there's nothing no no right there's nothing really like this i think if you're if you're super into rpgs and just the 2d landscape you know like some of the ones that you you mentioned you know those are the those are the classics earthbound for example yeah. you know every massive rpg lover has played earthbound right um and some of the others and i i feel like anyone who is in the 2d space who likes rpgs and i'm pretty sure some of the discord members in our community are into rpgs as well um this will fit right in because obviously you have demio which is more of a tabletop dungeons and dragons-esque kind of rpg yeah this is more like a proper 2d game kind of you know something that you'll see on the playstation but now you can actually be involved yeah. in the battles right yeah you really yeah. get to um level up your character and like you were saying there's a ton of different hacks is what we call our spells and weapons and mm -hmm. uh, my favorite is all of anthony's um character modifiers uh Passives, yeah. <laughs> you can really do some really fun stuff with your passives and really just make that classic RPG character that you want to be. Anthony always talks about his idea was he wanted to feel like the hero that he felt like when he played mm. Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. perfect. It's really that's what achieve. VR is for, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's also what everyone who are super into RPGs are like, right? You really get invested in that character and to actually be in that mode. Um, I was so surprised because I had no idea when I when it was a first person turnaround. So when I saw that change from third person to first, I was like, oh, wow, this is actually this is actually a really cool mechanic. Um, did you ever see something like that before? Was it like it was inspired by anything or is it just something that you've always thought about oh this would be pretty cool i want to i want to make this in vr well originally um I, I did this for two reasons one was because i wanted a cool kind of way to do locomotion that would help prevent people from getting sick mm. um so i thought maybe the this third person perspective would be a cool way to kind of give you this ability to move around a big world um, yeah without having uh, problems with motion sickness. And then the second reason was just, um, I really liked games like uh, Lucky's Tale mm -hmm. uh, and, and Moss with these kind of- platformers. Feel, yeah, yeah, it feels like a diorama. And I think for some reason in VR that the, when things are really small scale, um, the, the 3D effect works really well. And just mm -hmm. the, the depth you get from the scene is really cool. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I just, I liked that a whole lot. Um, but I also wanted to take advantage of the the movement that VR lets you do um, yeah. when you're in first person. So I thought I'd just take those two ideas, put them together, and that's kind of what we came up with. Yeah, absolutely. What's the what's the biggest space you've played in? Because I feel like if you're playing in a big enough space, <laughs> mm -hmm. you you're really good. Yeah, dodging. You can definitely attacks. do some cheat, yeah. some cheating if yeah. you have a large enough room. <laughs> Yeah. I've definitely played in some really big spaces and uh, yeah, like for example, you know, there's flying enemies in the game that you can't hit with your melee weapon because it won't let you teleport to them. Mm -hmm. But if your space is big enough, you could actually <laughs> just walk up to the enemy and <laughs> jump up and hit it with your sword. That's um, fantastic. So there are kind of ways to cheese it and a lot of the attacks get a lot easier to dodge if you can move around more. Just walk mm -hmm. away, yeah. Uh, yeah we, try, we tried to accommodate smaller spaces as much mm -hmm. as we could, but the, the game is for sure easier if you have more space to move around 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kept bumping into my couch. I was like, oh god, I'm I'm going too far. I'm going too far. <laughs> <laughs> how um how long has the game actually been in development? I think uh, 19. Yeah, I think we started 2019. So it's been about yeah, three years now. Three yeah, years. we published the first full build, like everything was feature complete in mm-hmm. 2021. Mm, um, I, I think March or something, and then we added our post-game content expansion uh, yeah. in March of this year. Nice. So I'm... that was another five hours of gameplay. And I see that I always, I mean, I'm look, I looked at the Steam updates um, and preparation of this, and it's like you're updating it constantly. And I saw, actually, I haven't, I haven't tried this out, but I saw that you've added mixed reality support in there. Yeah. Can you tell uh, us about that? Yeah. Yeah, so mixed reality support is actually one of the big features that's going to be launching with our um, our Quest Store launch. Mm. Um, so that will allow you to, when you're uh, traversing the dungeons, um, the background will be uh, passed through. Right. So you'll kind of just see the dungeon floating into like your your play space. Mm. Um, and then when you go into combat, it'll replace the background for. Um, the arenas with uh, the pass through once again, so it'll look yeah. like you're just fighting monsters in your in bedroom your, or your so living room. Fun. Very so cool. cool. <laughs> Very cool. How has that been working with the with the quest with the quest two? Has it been? I'm sure it's been a challenge, but like, how has it been working with that pass through? Um, pass through in general, I'd say it's not not that hard to deal with. Uh, as mm-hmm. far as all the things you have to deal with in VR development, it's it right. definitely has not been one of the more challenging ones as much as something like uh, performance. Right. It's true. Uh, you I have see. to jump through a lot of hoops. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to get it to get it performing well. I guess you also bottlenecked a little bit with um, obviously being on mobile hardware. Obviously mm-hmm. I'm assuming assume the PC one you can, you know, flex your muscles a little bit more, but the fact is, you know, you want to cater to the the quest too. Have you I'm, I don't know if you can say this, so feel free not to answer, but have you been able to try it on maybe the Cambria or the Quest Pro or, so, or the type of mixed reality headsets which have got like more of a... I don't think we can answer that, but it yeah. would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> are, there, are there any differences between the Steam or Oculus Rift version and the Quest? Um, the Steam version uh, does look uh, quite a bit better. You get things like post-processing, um, just uh, little details like more grass in the overworld, uh, higher resolution textures. Um, the particle uh, effects go re- absolutely nuts. Uh, uh, reflections and stuff get turned on. Um, so it's it, our, our game's very stylized, so it, it looks similar, but definitely much shinier on the PC version. Okay, for sure. But you still have the same like mechanics. The core mechanics are still the same across yeah. versions. Yeah. All right, perfect. I see. And then obviously you said you got mixed reality coming out for the quest on release. Is there anything else that are like that's quite significant that's probably coming on on release? Yeah, we're we're actually calling this our biggest update ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so in addition to mixed reality, we have things like a new secret boss uh, that you can fight if you progress through the entire rest of the game. Uh, we've went through and done a huge polish on um, all the UI. Uh, we've added new things like enemy animations. Uh, we've added new hacks abilities, new passives, um, but uh, just new overworld puzzles. Um, so this is a lot of content. Really, a lot. Yeah, more. We've really just gone through the whole game and kind of just really made sure everything was in there that we would want for a full release. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So, like, you've added like an extra layer of polish in a way, and and mm-hmm. kind of completed the game even even more. 
Yes. Um, perfect. Um, I have a I have a few questions from a patron called Eric. Um, should give you a backstory on Eric. He's also developing his own app in in oh, nice. in Quest. So hence these questions are a little bit more into into how to you know building the app itself. Okay. I have a few questions from him because he was actually really excited when I told you guys were coming on the show. Um, the first one is actually the first one's like a really easy one. What kind of what development platform are you using? Are you through Unity, Unreal? What oh, are you using building? Unity. Using Unity, awesome. And has that been quite intuitive with with VR? Like, does it play quite nice? Yeah, Unity is great. Um, it's the the engine I've used the most, so I'm very comfortable with it. And yeah, I'd say all all their support for VR is amazing. Perfect. Um, and then this other one is probably more for Aaron. He says. What was the path of learning taken to achieve such a nice looking game, like in terms of aesthetics? Oh, what was what was that? What was the thought behind that and such? Uh, well, a lot of it was just games that I like already. Mm. Uh, but from the technical side of things, I've spent the last five years contracting on um a lot of stuff. Um, spent a lot of a couple no, about a year on Rec Room, very mm. simple, very stylized VR game. And then the, uh, the project that I enjoyed the most was called Enemy on Board. Uh, mm-hmm. That one did wind up blowing up on the launch pad, but it was with a bunch of ex-Riot devs, and I really got to dig into the League of Legends character pipeline. Nice. So nice. I got to really, really hone my skills on working with very low hardware specs in mind. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's yeah. all hand-painted. It's all mm-hmm. very simple geometry. It's all very sparse, very, very cheap um, in terms of overhead. And that way, Anthony has room for particle effects and grass and stuff. Yes. The <laughs> Love my particles. <laughs> I like hand-painted <laughs> textures. They make me happy. So Yeah, there's something about it, right? It's like that was just the way things were back in, say, the 90s and such. And now yeah. it's just a, a really beautiful aesthetic. Whether a lot of a lot of games, um, I think I was playing, I think it was a game called Celeste on the Nintendo Switch recently. Nice. And that had some beautiful graphics where, like, this would be just standard back in, you know, the early 90s or something like that. But it's just something about that, that kind of pixel art in a way, which yeah. also makes it really nice. Um, yeah, I, I understand that, you know, reality rendering is really cool and technically mm. impressive but i have enough of reality already it's it's, it's boring <laughs> yeah. it's passe let's move on to something dumber yeah <laughs> i think it works especially for an rpg once again you know you're in a fantasy role you, you, you you're going into a certain different type of character you don't really need to be you know i want to have real life yeah. physics or any oh, real life um looking objects and such it, that's the fun part of it right? you're on another <laughs> planet yeah yeah you're inside a simulation. Why would I want to yeah. see human skin? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The creepiest thing I could have picked right there. You're Good welcome. <laughs> Who did the uh, the limited voice acting? Oh, good question. Um, some of it was, a lot of it was just our friends. <laughs> um, all, all, all of it was just our friends. <laughs> yeah, all of it was our friends, uh, some of which are actually voice actors. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the, the, the more like lines of dialogue they have the more actually they are in uh the voice acting industry right. yeah. <laughs> but there are definitely some voices in the game that are just uh hey can, can you hook up your blue yeti in your yeah, closet and yeah. give us a few lines cody yeah. did his best yeah. <laughs> shout that's out good. to cody it's good <laughs> um actually speaking on oh this is voice but uh, eric also asked is where did you get your music like what was the music inspiration and how was that made um, so most of the music was actually made by me. Um, nice. I just, 
I, I really wanted, I feel like music and like JRPGs is really important for mm-hmm. conveying the emotion you want in, in combat in the overworld. Um, and I, at the time we, this project had a budget of zero. Um, <laughs> so I didn't really, the music is expensive and I didn't really want to pay for it. So I just yeah. bought Ableton and <laughs> taught myself how to make nice. music. So yeah. Uh, the interesting thing is the beginning of the game uh, was when I was first learning. So <laughs> the tracks in the very beginning are like v- very much more basic and not as good as the tracks later in the game. So mm. as you progress through the game, the music kind of gets a little better. <laughs> the music it definitely gets more advanced, but that fight that fight theme is still it's a banger. <laughs> oh, but I didn't make all the musics. Uh, a few tracks were made by my buddy uh, Troy Spoon. He goes by mm-hmm. uh, Spooning Online. Um, we also had someone in our Discord um, who goes by that guy yeah. uh, make a bunch of metal covers. Yeah, nice. um, So there's actually an item in the game called that guy's axe, which is like a guitar. Mm-hmm. And if you equip it, it changes all the battle themes to his metal cover version. That's cool. That's awesome. it's, it's a weapon, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. So you get to beat people with a guitar too, which was great. Yeah. And then my friend Chris <laughs> Barrett actually made a couple of the tracks too, um, just yes. because I wanted to make him do something fun. <laughs> it's nice it sounds like um obviously you, you had some like proper voice characters and some you know you, you seeked out a few assets and such from like more professional kind of people but it sounds like it's been like a nice collaborative effort between obviously you two and then maybe some friends or some favors from other people in different industries and such it's it's kind of nice because it's not like a, a massive team making this game or such it's like a very community like driven game in a way you know yeah it's been really fun Kind yeah, of, I always wanted this game to be just all my friends coming together to make something cool, and I'm I'm really mm. glad that it actually worked out that way. Hopefully, yeah. for the next one, we can um, pay them. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'd appreciate that. Well, the the fact that you're now going to be on the Oculus Store makes a big big difference. Um, I'm yeah, sure we have, a, we, have, we have a budget now. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you, you have a budget, and it's actually been seen by people who actually type in your game rather than think. You know, I, I when I obviously was had you bucked in to come onto the show, I typed in Arc Axo onto Oculus, and I I think I maybe put a space in there or, or mm-hmm. maybe you know did something like that and it just never showed up and it has mm-hmm. to be like exact characters exactly how it's done in order for it to go yeah it's under this folder um click on this show all then it will show you and then it'll give you a warning and such and, and then once you download it yeah every time you go to play it, it's <laughs> like hey this isn't a real game just so you <laughs> <Yeah>. know <laughs> so it puts off especially obviously it's nice that you have a demo in there but when you have a price tag in there um, I believe the price tag is twenty five dollars, right? I don't know if I'm looking at the Canadian yeah. version of yeah. that. Well, yeah, USD, 20, yeah, twenty five. Yeah, twenty five USD. Um, and obviously that might put people off on the App Lab because there is so much. I wouldn't say crap, but there's so many like de- very early development ideas on there. There's well. a lot of assumptions that go into the App Lab. Yeah, that's for sure. We were for we sure. were in Indianapolis. Anthony, you want to tell the story about the kid? Um, yeah, with this. <laughs> Yeah, we're at Indianapolis. Um, what was the name of the event again, Aaron? Uh, Indie PopCon. Indie reboot. PopCon. Um, they had a, a. They were bringing back the Reboot VR Game Awards, which was really cool. Um, mm. So we were just demoing our game to random people at the con. And we had this kid come up. He was maybe, I don't know, like 11, 12. Yeah, really. Um, and uh, he starts playing the game and he just goes, uh, oh, uh, is, it, is this on the Oculus store? I'm like, yeah, it's on App Lab. He's like, oh, so the game's not finished yet? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, yeah. I can see Anthony restraining himself from hitting this kid. <laughs> you know how much hours I have to learn music as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. 
quite so. funny. But yeah, it gets rid of that. It does get rid of that barrier in terms of oh, this yeah. is this is potentially not a finished game. My favorite such. part though is now people can type in RPG and we'll show up. They don't even have to type in our name. That's this yeah. is a genre. Yeah, yeah, and then there'll be so few as well. It'd be like Demio and Arcaxa, and then the odd couple more in there, you know, yeah. and such, and that's it. And if we all, which is actually proper RPG, like yeah, RPG is definitely a broad term. <laughs> yeah, very broad term. Um, I had two more questions from Eric that I wanted to ask. He says, um, narrative storytelling seems to be very important to the game. He says, what kind of the, what kind of creative preparation for writing a story took place before you started coding and designing the actual game? Well, that's a good question. Um, we so basically, I always had kind of the broad idea of you know the major points of the story, um, mm -hmm. and I didn't actually have a script or anything for any of the the cutscenes or the dialogue. So mm -hmm. uh, mostly, what I did was I had like my outline of how the story was supposed to go. Uh, I'd go through and write all the the um, the game objects, I guess, for each story event, and I just write the dialogue as i went mm -hmm. so there wasn't much of a formal process to it i just kind of do that i play the cutscene in the headset over and over again until the dialogue sounded as unawkward as possible um, <laughs> and uh yeah that was so the like i said the story for this game was very a lot of it was kind of just yeah. come up with on the spot um yeah. that sounds that does sound very indie you know if you yeah. <laughs> it's like you have at least you have a core concept, but it's just more yeah. of experimenting and seeing what works and then what adds to the story and what doesn't and such mm -hmm. as it goes. Um, and then obviously, did you have collaborative efforts? Like Aaron, did you pitch into the story and such? A little bit here and there, but not really. Mostly I added um, character designs. And then I kind right. of would give the characters over and talk to Anthony about what I envisioned them doing. Mm -hmm. And that would kind of make its way in. And then a couple of times, Anthony would just run up against the wall and we'd, we'd talk for an hour or two and... <laughs> Then he'd have a better writer's idea. block. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so I, a lot I, of our, I'm the wall. <laughs> a lot of our ideas for, especially like dungeon designs and monsters, would just be yeah. me coming to Aaron and be like, "Whoa, well, first thing that comes to your mind, pirates." All right, entire dungeon <laughs> is pirate theme now. Well, you <laughs> said uh, you, you on that one actually, you came to me and said, "Okay, uh, next level jungle or pirates," and I said, "Well, pirates." Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, for the for the boss fight for that one. I don't remember who said Mecha Boat, but it was a ship post idea. It was not supposed <laughs> to make Final Cut. And then it just, it was too funny. And then by the time that I finished laughing, I had an idea for a Mecha Boat. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's amazing. Um, from, uh, from obviously Wave Magic, your first game, what, what, made, what made you decide like the transition to Arc Axer without like just continuing to develop Wave Magic into something else? Like, why did you decide to pivot to a different game entirely? Um, so for one thing, the wave magic really, uh, this game was very, um, like I said, the story was very, uh, impromptu, but wave magic was even more so to the point where mm -hmm. there wasn't, there, there wasn't really a strong enough idea behind the story and where it was going to go. Mm -hmm. Um, and since I couldn't really decide where I wanted that game to go, I just decided I'm going to start over. Uh, I'm going to have the entire, the outline of the story thought out from the beginning Mm -hmm. um i want to make the combat more interesting because the, the combat wave magic was it very much shooter just, yeah. it felt like a wave shooter and there were too many wave shooters at the time so mm -hmm. um, still are yeah definitely <laughs> um so i do i, wanted I think one be... of the big things too was every week you would say oh i did this in a way that i cannot i have to read 
do this every single time I do this. Mm. I guess it's that <laughs> early development, you know, you don't know the best way to kind of optimize it where, yeah, later on you can change it and such like that, where Arcax, so at least you could start a little bit fresh and like rewrite the code and rewrite how the scripting is just to make it just more optimized, you know, right. going forward, right? So that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, the last question from Eric, because he's written so many questions, <laughs> and I want to ask him all. Um, he just said, where, where is this game heading? Like, what is your what is your plans? Obviously, now you're in on the Oculus Store. Do you still expect to keep giving it the update treatment over the next year and maybe putting in an expansion? Is that kind of where you're leaning towards? Or maybe this is complete, pretty much? I think uh, as far as major updates go, we're most likely done with this game. Um, mm -hmm. However, we have begun pre-production on the second game. Nice. Um, so that's kind of where <laughs> most of our efforts will be going in the future. Uh, but of course, we'll still be doing you know bug fixes and optimizations for the original as we go along as well. Perfect. Um... Do you plan to come to PSVR 2? Um, we're trying to talk to Sony and see if we can get a dev kit. So mm -hmm. if we can get one, uh, we, I'd definitely be interested in porting it. Yeah. I nice. think. And what about, um, sorry, what about Pico? Uh, Pico we're already on, on actually. Okay. Nice. Nice. We're nice. on Pico. We're on the Chiyu. Um, we're talking to Pimax. Anthony knows every Asian headset. Yeah. <laughs> I have all of them behind me. <laughs> so many headsets. That's true. Wow. Yeah. I, I noticed. I was like, I don't know what those headsets are. They are all real. Every single one of them. <laughs> yep. Oh, very, his uh, his wife is very kind and set up a lovely shelf. I see that yes. with a nice little Kirby underneath. <laughs> uh -huh. Top it off with a little Kirby at the bottom, of course. <laughs> um, I know. I think. I think if you do manage to get to PlayStation, it will be uh, phenomenal because I think I, PlayStation in general, just done in terms of their two D audience, um, big fans of JRPGs, big fans of RPGs in general. So there's really already have, a big yeah. yeah. There's a big community. I know Sony loves to push that. I remember with the. When the PS Vita was a thing, you know, rest in peace. So <laughs> many JRPGs on that, you know, and it used to be like the JRPG machine kind of thing. And, you know, I think a game like Arcaxa would fit on the PlayStation VR again, you know. So Definitely. fingers really crossed. Cool, yeah. You know, especially because I know the PlayStation 1 VR was pretty limited, but the PS2 is looking to be pretty awesome. Yeah. It looks like it could be your essentially your PC in terms of what you can do, you know. And imagine, imagine what you could do with that haptic support and the controllers for some of like the spells that you cast or or, or yeah. some of the, the the melee combat or such, right? Yeah, I've I've been really impressed with uh, these controller haptics. A lot of these new headsets are are um, adding to the controllers. Yeah, I think a lot of games are going to do some really cool stuff with it. Mm hmm. Um, you mentioned I know this is a like a more of an Oculus Meta Quest show, but you mentioned that you're on the Pico. Um, is the mixed reality stuff coming to the Pico version as well, or is it something that you're just? I think the reason I ask is because the Pico Four has color pass through. So I was wondering yeah. if if that's something that you're thinking about. Yeah, it uh, it there will be a pass through mode on the Pico version as well. Yeah. Cool. Okay, that's fantastic. Um, Samson, I know you've been playing Arcaxa quite a bit. How have you found the game? Just as a fan. I sorry, you cut out there. You're asking me, yeah. Yeah, I was asking you. Yeah, uh, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, like I said, it's a good workout. Uh, <laughs> I'm not somebody who likes to just like sink a lot of time into RPGs. Not just my style of game, but I've definitely enjoyed it. Appreciate the art style, music. Uh, the enemies are are pretty great. 
I, the first time I hit the gnome, I just started laughing like hysterically. <laughs> I love like, what is this? Yeah, it's like, what is this I like guy? To, to use guns and try and bounce them around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just he just flew around like I hit him with like my my fire and uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, really enjoying it. And I love platformers. So the three, uh, the third person is uh, is just my speed. I want more third person in VR. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. it's it's interesting because I was watching a um, I think Obscure Nerd VR did a uh, video of Arcaxa like a year ago or so, and I was wa- I was watching his video and he was sat down throughout the whole thing and I was like, hold on, I remember when I pressed yes. download, it said, "Are you sure you have a two by two meter space?" <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is he doing sitting down trying to hack into so That's I guess shtick. advise this is not like a seated game at all. Not broadly. We do have a couple of um chair-bound players who right. have been able to to make their way through it. Um yeah. definitely want to sit on easy settings and then hit the treadmill to get your health up. For sure. Uh there are just some attacks that are gonna hit you because Anthony, you know, made the game room scale from the beginning because room scale is too much fun and there wasn't anything room mm-hmm. scale at the time so would it, it be, does have some difficulties would it be quite difficult to incorporate like a seated version of the of the playthrough now because it's already been designed as a room scale game uh it's just I, i'd love to do a seated version there's just a lot of attacks that would have to be redesigned right um okay. so I, i'd say at this point in time um it'd be more of a feature we'd look at it maybe adding to the sequel Kind of like um, two-player mode would be really cool, but it's fundamental. So Arcax yeah. or two. But as Aaron yeah. said, um, if if you are if you do want to play the whole game seated, I would say it's possible. You just have to play on easy and maybe pick a class like the warrior who has um mm-hmm. uh, defensive HP, ability yeah. that um lets you become invincible for a second. So that can help with some of the attacks that are just gonna be impossible to avoid. Yeah. Okay. That that makes a lot of sense. And then Obviously, you just mentioned Arcaxa 2. You've just used that pretty much just begun pre-production. So yeah. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we kind of started on designing some characters, some environments and stuff when mm-hmm. we got the call from Meta. So it's been on the back burner for, I don't know, six months. And we've been Excellent. getting everything cleaned up and ready to go. And I've heard from other devs that even if you have your first game on the store, you still have to go through the kind of same process for the sequel. Is that? Correct. Not sure Wait, yet. Not sure. <laughs> yeah. um, Too early. Now we have a meta rep, and we we've got a very great relationship with him. So, fingers crossed, we can at least know what to do. A little easier. Have you ever um, thought about going into maybe a different genre ever, or like maybe just on the on the back of your mind as like maybe a hobby project to try and something else? Or RPGs is going to be definitely what Overrun Games is is all about. I mean, I'd, I'd definitely be down to do other genres. So we've had a couple other ideas for cool stuff we wanted to do. Um, I've got a, yeah, I've got a Mario I, Party no, idea that I'm not going to stop thinking about and talking about. It. <laughs> one, one day we'll we'll get to do our we'll, we'll have the bandwidth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe people will like Arcaxer enough that we can have it be Arcaxer themed. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Cr- hey, Crash Bash yeah. exists. Yeah. It's basically. Yeah. Oh, man. Excellent game, by the way. <laughs> Excellent game. <laughs> I've not heard of it. <laughs> Not heard about that game. Um, like just coming off of Arcax a little bit and off of development, just into like both of you, in terms of VR, do you get to play much? As obviously you're developing constantly, I'm sure. But like, do you get to play much in VR? Do you get to check other experiences out? Um, I don't get to play everything I want to play. I, I try to at least <laughs> play the hits. Like I, I've just, um, I'm almost done going through Bone Lab right now, mm. um, which ha- has been great. 
um but nice. yeah like like i said not, not as much time as i'd like but uh i i try to at least stay updated on what the the latest and greatest is nice. yeah what are your same boat oh go ahead no what are your favorite classes to play in Arcaxer? thief every day oh. um <laughs> It's for me, it's it's kind of a tie between the mage and the thief. Um, I originally was the thief because I designed that entire class around chaos. And I just really like um, <laughs> like, for example, we have a ability in the game called Orangiza that can mm -hmm. randomly cast any other ability in the game. Um, and I just I've always liked abilities like uh, like metronome and Pokemon and mm -hmm. uh, things that really <laughs> embrace randomness in combat. Um, I like it. I just like it because you can baseball bat back attacks uh on the enemy <laughs> turn yes that is really cool that's so much fun i feel like feel like link in uh ocarina of time mm -hmm. yeah i see you guys have a, a strong nintendo background there a lot of nintendo references mm -hmm. like kind oh, of yeah. i guess all of these is, is interesting right to see where i i see a lot of indie developers and it's it's fun to see that all of these stuff that like i've been brought up with too because we're all probably in the same kind of generation all the inspiration for nowadays games it's actually pretty nice to see um, and then hopefully, yeah, we get something like maybe not an Ocarina of Time, but something similar or Mario Party kind of thing in VR because we'll be the ones or you be the ones who like creating them, which is it's just pretty fun, you know. Definitely, um, Aaron. Any any differences? I, I I know you're just in pre-production, but you're probably gonna stick with like very similar art styles and and mm -hmm. such going into Arcaxa too. As like uh, a proper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So with Architecture 2, we're doing kind of a similar thing where each environment is its own vibe. Yeah. We're going to go a little bit stronger in that direction. Um, mm -hmm. Each section is going to be a little bit more unique. I'm going to try and dig a little heavier into stylized shapes and silhouettes for the people, uh, you know, the humanoid characters. Mm -hmm. um, with Architecture, it was literally, it was nights and weekends after I worked at the comic shop and I was contracting for other video game companies. Yeah. So I was I was very tired and I didn't always have time to to do proper concept art, do proper um, look dev. So it's very stylized, but it's not extreme. It's not very pointy in design. Right. It's very very straightforward. Um, right. So yeah, I want to get a little a little weirder, a little more. And you're gonna the way I want it to be. You're both gonna be like more full time now with with Arc Hacker too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's fantastic. That's that's pretty yes. amazing in its in itself, it's right? Dream. Yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, we're really lucky with that. Anthony's been working uh, for our publisher, Well Played, for mm -hmm. a while now, and now we're, we're both on board, and uh, they're very supportive, which is great. Yeah, that's fantastic, because nice. then you can put 100% 100 of your effort, right? And, you know, you want to have, I mean, you still be tired, I'm pretty sure, but, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, designers' assets, they use 100% of your commitment, right? There's not other a, things a lot going more, on. Yeah, a lot more focus on it, which I'm really excited for. Yeah, seems sure. like Arcaxer 2 might have a release date around the time of the potential Quest 3. It could be. Possibly. <laughs> it's, uh, from what I've seen from the rumors, it looks like this Quest 3 might be coming up here pretty fast. So uh, That's fair. That's fair. May, it may be closer to the Quest 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you've only got to, to, to Quest Store right now, you know? So yeah, <laughs> maybe true. maybe pre-production such. Um, yeah, Aaron, with the with like, um, not Arcaxer, but like just in general and playing VR, anything that you've been playing? You've been jumped into Bone Lab as well, or anything like that. <laughs> Anthony was talking about it. I actually, I don't. I have a very academic understanding of VR games right now. Mm. I watch a lot of um, YouTubers and read a lot of articles, especially in things that um, have like VR RPG tags. Uh, yeah. I obsessively comb our <laughs> hashtags for you know competition. You know, mm -hmm. people to 
<clears throat> people to blackmail, whatever. And, <laughs> um, so yeah, I have, I, I'm probably aware of everything that's out, but I honestly, when I go down to play video games, I just like to sit still and not think. So it's mostly flat screen. Yeah, I can nice. I can see that to be honest. What but... genre? Uh, right now, I've been playing um, RuneScape, which is not a pr- oh. my proudest moment, but surprising. Um, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Uh, I play a lot of co-op games, just like so I hang out with my mm-hmm. friends. We play like PUBG or Left 4 Dead. Nice. Um, oh, we played Mario Party recently. That was a good time. Lots <laughs> hanging out stuff. That makes sense. Um, Anthony, I see. Is that a B haptics vest on your chair? Oh well? yeah, it is. Uh, which Arcaxer <laughs> also has support for. So nice. if nice. you do have a B haptics vest, you can go and get hit in your chest. <laughs> and nice. <laughs> Samson, have you tried that or not? Because I know you have a vest. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I haven't tried it with it. No. Okay, I'm curious to see how that. That's probably pretty fun. You know, it's just like the added extra. Yeah, um, the B Haptics guys actually made a bunch of haptic patterns for us yeah. for the game. So there's nice. cool stuff like if you uh drink a potion, you'll like feel it like go down your like stomach on the oh, on the cool. vest. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like Alex if, uh, from B Haptics, he's yeah. super yeah. enthusiastic about that stuff. Uh, if you go off a bounce pad, you'll like feel like <laughs> it'll feel like you're boinging up into the air. There's <laughs> lots of fun stuff like that. It's really cool. That's awesome. That's pretty. That's pretty nice. Um, Aaron, obviously you have a bunch of VR headsets behind you. What's your favorite? What What do you like to play through? Is it Is it the Quest or is it other like a PC uh, VR headset? That was Anthony. Oh, sorry, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Um, I'd, I'd say my favorite headset. Well. I don't like to play favorites because you know we we work with a lot of uh, yeah. headset developers. Yeah. Uh, but I will say I I play with the the Quest Two a lot, um, mm-hmm. and I I say I do more standalone than PC just because I I like the the wireless kind of untethered. Yeah. You no, know, I like to move like down to the living room to play and not have to be so close to my PC and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do do a lot of PC VR as well. Um, one of the games I used to play a lot was just uh, Phasmophobia with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That was mostly because a lot of my friends don't have VR headsets. So that's I don't something know how I does could, that. I can do in <laughs> VR that uh, they still play, play with them. Yeah. Yeah. I want to crap my pants playing that game. Yeah, I'm too, I'm too scared to play it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty spooky, but I, I kind of like getting really scared and having them hear me scream over over discord or whatever he screams great it's fantastic every time <laughs> oh, and man. that works with the vest too right i haven't tried it with the vest oh yet, god no Why that? Do that? <laughs> <laughs> you just feel like some chills on your back as you're walking that's yeah i, I don't want to hear i don't want to feel like something tap me on the back on... <laughs> yeah yeah they, they do that and then tap you <laughs> on the back yeah oh no, it's terrible. You realize yeah, your here. B haptics is not on and it's actually. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Now we're working like... on a script. Okay. That's, that's a good yeah. creepy pasta. That's our right first there. scene. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Add a, add a horror theme into Arcaxa 2 with, with, with some of those B haptic supports, you know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, Oof. for sure. But no, I, I understand what you mean by the untetheredness. I think something for Arcaxa, right? Especially if we have a larger play space yeah. where you're dodging attacks. That you know, even just having the one cable kind of can be annoying, depending I, on if you I have really a pretty like system. But that's a it. full 360 to spin around on. It's it's really helpful when you're trying to not die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Did you um with with Arcax, So obviously you got it on both PC and on on Quest. Was there a lot of challenges go, like trying to get it onto Quest because you are the PC version, or is it not as bad as what people may think? 
Well, I actually built it for the quest um, from the start. Okay. Um, so we actually got a quest one dev kit um, mm -hmm. super early on. And uh, I kind of, I had the feeling that this standalone new mobile VR thing was probably going to be the, the new thing. So mm -hmm. I just decided I'm going to build for this. And then, uh, of course, taking a mobile game and then turning it into a PC game is a lot easier. Yeah. Um, yeah. Than the so, inverse. Yeah. yeah. Well, did we... Did we have the Quest One headset when we started Dev? Yes, that's okay. that's the main reason I actually started working on this game. Yeah, uh, because I had that Dev kit, and it was, like, it I, was I need to get really early. Yeah. I I thought I need to get something going on this like now because this yeah. is definitely going to be a big thing. Yeah, I mean, we've come a come a long way, right? From from putting Wave Magic out all the way to finally getting Arcaxa on on the store, which is which is fantastic. Um, you must be chuffed, and obviously Arcaxa too um maybe 2024 20 end of 2023 we'll see how <laughs> development going i'm excited to see what you can come up with having 100 of your effort in because i feel like you can probably maybe push the game more than you've ever done before because of all that experience and such oh yeah we have oh, lots yeah. of ideas to, i really want to take the hardware and kind of push it to its limits and do mm -hmm. weird, weird things with a lot of like fourth wall breaking stuff and um <laughs> things you might not expect you could do with the headset in this game yeah yeah interesting interesting um fantastic uh samson do you have any other questions for the for the guests no it sounds like arc or two might have some sort of co-op though i'm looking forward to that yes that is a very big thing we definitely want to have in the next game yeah it's that, one, of our, one of our biggest requests and like yeah like i was saying i like to play games with my friends it's just the thing people do uh, I find, I definitely... yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was about to say, I find in VR in general, just playing with a friend is just makes experience like ten times as fun. Well, let's think about VR too. It's a very um, evangelical headset. You mm -hmm. get one, and then you make your friends get one. Mm -hmm. But you, then you have to have a game to play with them to keep them in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For sure. No, that that be that'd be fantastic. Um, I mean, we know this. We we have like a, a decent community on our Discord as well, and the amount of times we just head into like walkabout mini golf or something yeah. because it's just a easy game that everyone can play, and um, you know, everyone has good fun. And the fact that because you can see everybody, you can see their movements and everything in VR, right? It's not like Zoom how we're on at the moment, right? Where yeah. but you can actually you feel like that sense of presence, right? And to have that in an RPG, you kind of only get that when you're playing like tabletop RPG or something like that, right? That sense of presence, having that. Um, so something that if Arcaxa can pull it off for Arcaxa 2, that'd be phenomenal. Yeah. I've got faith in Anthony. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a problem if you didn't. <laughs> you're off the team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm doing it all myself. It's coming out in 40 years. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna draw the best stick figures. <laughs> no, for no, sure. No, but it's definitely uh it's definitely worth to try. And the fact that there's a free demo out there, like there's no sense not giving Arcax or a download, give it a try, and if you like it, there's more. That's a good um a question i was going to ask actually will the demo also be on oculus store or will that remain on app lab uh the demo is probably going to remain on app lab at least for a while um yeah. we might see if we can have it move to the store later but uh, you'll of course have the op the the demo will be updated to the the latest version so mm -hmm. of all the yeah. performance updates and quality of life stuff from the the store launch version Perfect, perfect. All right, so awesome. So you got Arcaxa, which is out pretty much tomorrow on time of listening, um, for twenty five. Well, 
we haven't announced the price for the Oculus Store, so let's just not. Put it. <laughs> It'll be twenty five though. Would it be it's the 20, same? Twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. I didn't want to throw you in the bus, going. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm assuming people who got the App Lab version, it just updates, so they have the store version too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah, we're maintaining the same store page. Uh, we've got new assets coming. That those are gonna look really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> it seems like you're you're gonna push that update big time. And obviously you said it's the biggest yes. update ever. So I think current players and especially people in the Discord are super passionate are probably um absolutely happy, you know, for, for having this on the store. So uh, so you've got that $25 on the store, and then you've also got the Steam version, which will the Steam version also get all of those updates or has, or has it already got some of those updates already? Yeah, the Steam version will get all the same updates. All the same updates. Awesome. And then you've got the obviously the free version if you want to check out just the demo on um on App Lab as well. Mm-hmm. Um fantastic. Anything else you guys want to plug? Or uh, maybe your Twitter handles or anything like that? Um yeah, if, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're um at Arcaxer One. Um of course, uh check check us out on Discord. Our our YouTube is uh or we actually have a new YouTube, it's over on games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can check us out there. We'll have all new Arcaxer content uploaded to that channel. Mm-hmm. and uh i think that's it I'll yeah definitely check out the discord it's always fun to talk to people who play the game and that community spirit really keeps us going yeah definitely i'll put in the i'll put all the links in the description um that just reminded me actually i want to ask you um anthony in particular i remember didn't you start a podcast at some point or on the <laughs> uh, youtube <laughs> yeah we actually we have the overrun games podcast it's a very informal uh just kind of <laughs> us goofing around <laughs> um and opening we, weird packs of trading card games yeah we, we open <laughs> trading cards and talk about the dumb stuff we want to add to the game uh, fantastic and that's found on youtube right yeah um, yeah okay looking cool. forward to getting that going again for the last six months we've had nothing to talk about besides like big updates are coming and that's really boring to listen to so. yeah for sure yeah yeah it's t- i think it's time for you to get another tabletop rpg or something and just play play that on the podcast or something uh, there we yeah. go yeah, like a critical role going, you know, something similar. We'll do, we'll do um, fate, but with punching. <laughs> okay. Actually, I'm not sure if he's on board. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know about that. We'll I, I talk, wasn't asking, so. We'll talk, we'll talk <laughs> after the show. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> um, but no, it's been excellent to have you guys. Um, I wish you all the best when it comes to the game launching. Um, I'm actually super excited. I remember com- coming into this podcast wondering if you have it on the store. I was gonna, I was going to ask... Is it frustrating that it's not on the store? <laughs> but <laughs> not anymore. It's, it's out on there already. So, yeah. Um, best of luck with Arcaxa 2. I'd love to have you back on when that comes out or closer to the launch and such. Definitely. But, yeah. Definitely, everyone. Thanks for listening Thank and thanks for watching the video. Um, check out all the links for them in the description below and join that Discord for sure. All right. Bye, all.